0: Good morning everyone. Hope you're enjoying the beautiful weather this week. It's been amazing. In studio with me today, Stephanie Tripp, sales rep trip with the Dan Gemma's team and our uh, media marketing manager, Andrew Paper. Good morning,
1: guys. Good morning.
0: It's uh, great to have you uh, with us this morning. Thank you for coming. And uh, everyone had a late night last night watching uh, watching the fight. Stephanie, you were at a party?
1: I was at a party. Uh, I actually didn't make it. Through the fight, oh, um, I I forgot to mention the fact that I I went out to my truck to take a nap halfway through.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have a busy day today. You had to prep for it and get some uh, get some shut eye.
1: That's exactly it.
0: <laughs> Too funny, Andrew. You uh you tried to watch as well.
2: Tried, but I just couldn't <laughs> stay up didn't, long enough. Yeah, it's never going I didn't watch. It's never it, gonna
0: fight. work. Too late. We're usually in bed by like seven thirty after the kids. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Nick was out last night and I watched a movie actually, but I was in bed by. Like ten thirty. What so, movie did you watch? Um, it was a Netflix movie. Um, you know, put me on the Spot. So it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good then. <laughs> no, it was right. not that good. No, no, it was not that good. But yeah, it was. Uh, it was a good. We were out uh, in uh, at a family reunion up north in Sudbury this, uh, this past week, and uh, we go and with the kids, with the three kids, right? We have a one-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-year-old. We have to kind of break up the dr- the nine-hour drive, the eight-hour drive. So, we decide that we're going to break it up. We're going to stop over in London for the night, uh, one night, and then two nights in Sudbury for the family reunion, and then come back and stop in Vaughan and lay back. So um, I had booked the hotels um, about uh, you know a week a week earlier, and everything was done. It's all booked. We get to the one in Sudbury, and um, I'm like, hey, just checking in. I'm like, okay, name please. I said, sure, uh, Dan Jemis. Like, um, yeah, we don't we don't have you booked here. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. It's, I'm sure it's here. No, sir, we, we don't have you booked here. Now, okay. while, while
2: you're having this conversation with the receptionist, what I want to see is the look on Nick's face.
0: Oh, Nick was in the car with the kids oh, okay. who were losing their minds <laughs> because they have been sitting in the car for you know five hours after I drive over from, or for six hours after I drive from London. So um, they were not happy and they wanted out of the car and into the room and to be able to walk around and so... Um, we're at this this chain, and in the same parking lot, there's another hotel chain owned by the Hilton Group, and um, so I'm like, okay, well, it must have been the other hotel across the way. Yeah. So I said, leave <laughs> with me. I said, I'll come back. I was like, well, sir, so we're all pretty much booked up. Um, it's very hard to find rooms. I'm like, this is, it's a Sudbury for Pete's sake. Yeah. How hard can it be to find it? Yeah. There's a million hotels. <laughs> and I said, and my name, I said my name was Dan Jemis. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of a big deal. Yeah, I know. It's even more like, yeah, sir, we don't care. Uh, and so, we're not full. <laughs> tell them we're full. <laughs> yeah, tell them we're full. So I go walk across the, uh, first I, I go to the car and I'm like, honey. Um... <laughs> they ma- they've made a mistake. <laughs> She's like, did you not a book a hotel here? Or did you not book a hotel at all? I'm like, honey, I, I swear. So then you have me thinking twice, Rick. Right? So I'm like, You yeah. booked three hotels in that one, you know, in a 15-minute span. I'm like, I'm positive. I remember actually talking to them and booking a crib in the room and the whole the whole shebang, right? So I said, let me walk across the street here. It's got to be in this hotel over here. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be. So I go over there. I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> Silly question, but, um, you know, do I have a hotel, a room booked here? She's like, I'm sorry? I, <laughs> I said, I'm not sure if I booked a room here. So she says, "Well, let's let's check." So she checks the uh, the name, and she says, "No, sir, nope. There's no room here for you." I said, "Okay." I said, "She's like, good luck finding one." I'm like, "Okay." Like, What's happening guys in Please stop to... these <laughs> comments. It's not helping. You're, like, You're married, so, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Your wife should have booked the rooms. So I'm like, "Okay, no, I swear, I booked these rooms. They've got to be somewhere." Did you do online or over the phone? Uh, over the phone. Oh. So then. <laughs> oh okay. mm. So it's then to Yeah but still Even when you do it on the phone You still have reservations online You still have an email That gets, gets sent to you Confirmation oh, okay. right Yeah So then I get back in the van With my panicked wife <laughs> And the kids that are just losing their minds And We start going through You know my phone The emails And I can't find the reservation <laughs> For Sudbury <laughs> So I'm like Okay Something's going on here Because I recall Speaking to this person Booking two nights It was the only, the only tell we're doing two nights And not one so we start going through the, the uh, visa transactions. I'm like, well, they must have done a whole lot. Yeah, they must, have, yeah, the they must hotel, have charged right? one night at least, yeah. So nothing. I'm like, what is going on? So it's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> so I go back into the first one, <clears throat> Homewood Suites is what it was. And so I go back into this uh, the first the first hotel. I'm like, guys, <laughs> you got to have something. Help me. You have Please. something. And we always purposely book with the kids, right? Especially with Sophie. The boys we don't care as much because they're older, but we always try and get a little—the um, one with the room and the little, you know, living area. Yeah, like a little suite. Yeah. So we can put our crib in that area, right? So we're like, we like—we don't care what it is. Just you know, you gotta have something. But like I'm sorry, what was your name again? What was your first name again? Dan. He's like, oh, it's right here. <sighs> oh my oh. gosh! I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Like, After 45 minutes, I need to, to go and tell my wife it wasn't my fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After 45 minutes of losing our minds, you know, what so was the
1: problem the first time? They around? just
0: didn't look it up properly, and I spelled the name the first time around. He's, he even asked my just, "What was the first name?" No, we don't have any Dan's here. Like, what is going on? Oh my goodness! So that's well, at least I had the right outcome. I then I get home afterwards, and I'm like searching through all my stuff even more so, and. Um, no, what it was is they sent you a, a survey after the fact. Okay. And I look at the email, and they had my first name as Adan, A-D-A-N. Adan. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
2: as, in <a> sing- <laughs> as in a single Dan.
0: Oh, that's funny. So, my guess is that was the issue. They had yeah. Adan, Jemis. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. So, yes my recommendation to all the folks out there listening is to you know, get a confirmation number <laughs> you know make sure Well, and for whatever reason that one hotel didn't send a, an online confirmation yeah. probably because they maybe sent it to uh, adan adan.com adan adan.com <laughs> well, I've, I've had it before where
2: I've, not, I've gone to a hotel to check in and they haven't had the reservation. Yeah. So ever since I had that, whenever I make a reservation, even if it's online and I've got an email, yeah. two or three days before, I'm always calling, like, you definitely have this reservation, right? And they're always like, yeah, of course we have. Don't like, don't panic. I'm like, no, this has happened before.
0: I just want to know what in the world is happening. In Sudbury. In Sudbury. <laughs>
2: Big <laughs> family reunion, obviously.
0: It's, yeah, no, about you know the 60 of us, the family reunion, obviously booked up the uh, the town. But there's something going on that had everything booked up. But uh, yeah. So that was my story. So we made it back alive and it was a long drive back. That's a kids, long drive right? with kids. Listen, I I'm from there, right? We moved here in ninety one and we've been here forever. But um back when we were kids driving back and forth, Bray, we had to look out the window and count cars. Okay. Yeah. Our kids have D V D players and you know, the the D V D player in the van and you can iPads, watch movies. And, yeah. You know, and even then it's still like, no. we we were talking about that the
2: other day, actually, when we were having dinner with uh, Bethany's uh, sister and brother-in-law, how I sound old when I say this, kids these days, (laughs) um, with iPads and phones and everything they've got available at their fingertips, a lot of, lot of kids aren't taught to be bored. No, sure. You're like, when I was a kid, like, what do you do on a nine hour car ride? You're bored. You look out the window. Yeah. If you didn't bring anything with you, good luck. Yeah. You're staring out the window for nine hours. (laughs)
1: And if you got car sickness, good luck, like, literally just doing nothing. Because if you look to the side, you're going to puke. Do you get yeah. car sickness? Yeah.
0: Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I Nick, couldn't Nick go on a car ride without grandma yep. when
1: I was a child, or it was all over me.
0: Nick is the same way. <laughs> she has to be in the front um, to have a view out. But, yeah. oh, yeah, she can't even look at her phone. Yeah, so she's the passenger seat, because she'll get, uh, oh, that's horrible. I feel yeah. for you guys. Never had that problem. And oddly enough, when we take a cruise, she's fine on the cruise ship. Yeah, Isn't I'm fine weird? on boats. Are you? It's,
1: yeah, it's, it's just cars.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. but so yeah, um, lots coming up on the show today. Uh, we're gonna talk about electronic signatures, and that's something we've been doing on the team for, for a while since we've allowed it uh, in real estate, and uh, it's been amazing for clients. And so we want to talk about the benefits of electronic signatures. You're gonna start seeing it um, across a wide range of of things uh, when you book things um, online or by you know by phone. You'll start seeing companies sending you uh, links for online signatures, electronic signatures. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We're going to talk about some different things you can do with rice besides eating it. Besides eating it. So, types of things you can do with rice. Anything come to mind for you guys? There's one that came to mind Saving your cell phone yes. after you've dropped it in water. That's the first thing that came to mind for me yep. too. But have you had that issue? Yeah, it How worked. Do? It worked? It
2: worked, yep. It worked, yep.
0: Um, and then, yeah, we're going to talk about, we had a question from somebody asking about multiple offers and whether or not a seller must take the highest offer in multiple offers. So we'll talk about that a little bit as well um, throughout the show. But, um, Andrew, you have out-of-town guests. We do. <laughs> we do. How's that going? Good. Because Good. Yep. your out-of-town guests typically, because they're from the UK usually, yep. from they're from England, they usually stay for a longer length of time yep yeah we've got my mum and my
2: stepdad here they're here for just under four weeks so once they're here they, I mean they're going to Toronto and they're doing a few other little things but you know they, they come so often now like it's yeah, it, so it, just, it's, it's not really kind of the, like a vacation it's kind right? of like
0: just yeah just come to chill out when we have people from out of town it's like after day one okay yeah. you know what and we're you
1: know good. his his uh, guests are probably listening to the radio show right now, so we'll yeah. ask him how he actually feels after.
0: Well, sure. <laughs> well, no, but seriously, it's got to be you know, and no matter what, no, regardless of whether they're they're you know where they're from, and when you have out of town guests, we always when we go away, we always get a hotel room for the most part because yep. you know what, but we're not away for a month; we're away for a day or two. Yeah, right. But you know, it's still. Uh, but yeah, you get you get to. First of all, you're lucky that your mom and dad get to come from England for a month at a time and deal yeah. with the kids. Yeah, I
2: mean, they are both retired right? so they've yeah. got the time to be able to do it which and huge. yeah, and you know, the grandkids still have, you know, they still get to have a relationship with No doubt. Grandparents that live 4000
0: miles away. You're you're getting you're getting more uh more time with your parents with your, you know, with with their grandparents yeah. than I did with mine in Sudbury, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah,
2: I know my grandparents when I was a kid, they lived 2 hours away. Yeah. And I saw them probably twice a year. Yeah. For maybe four or five days at a time sure, tops. Sure, sure. So yeah, they get to see them more than I saw my grandparents. Is it an yeah.
0: expensive trip to make?
2: Uh, okay, if you're coming from England here, no, uh, because the the value of the pound. Okay. Uh, but vice versa, if you were to travel there because yeah. of the value of the dollar, it's it's more expensive to go there. How
0: much is a flight out there, Canadian dollars, approximately? Oh, you,
2: well, when we flew out there two years ago for me, Bethany, and Jack, just to fly from Detroit to London was seven and a half thousand dollars oh! U- U.S.
0: Oh. no! Oh my gosh!
2: Yeah. Good luck with that.
0: Like ten, eleven thousand dollars. Oh my goodness!
2: Yeah, it was probably a good ten. Oh well, by the time we you with have exchange, everything else, the exchange, yeah. and we we flew around Europe as well, so it was probably a ten twelve thousand dollar vacation. Not cheaper to fly to Toronto? No, because by the time ah. you get to Toronto, you st- It's all to do with yeah, the yeah. connection, the connecting flights. So you oh. miss the flight. You got to get the hotel, and then you got to wait for the next day. And it, it it works out no more or no less. It works out about the same. Wow! Yeah.
1: I did not expect that number. Me no. neither. Me neither.
0: I would a three four thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah, seven US. So yeah, it's about two
2: and a half grand U. S. per person, and there's no dislike. Jack was five at the time, and his flight was about thirty-five cents cheaper than mine.
0: And the exchange of the pound right now is really good. Uh,
2: It's a, it's not as good as it was. It used to used to be able to get a dollar eighty-five to a a pound, but now it's down to about a dollar fifty, dollar fifty-five. Yeah, still pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Huh. Well, so we won't be going to to England anytime soon. (laughs) Thank you. It's really LinkedIn for me. Chatham it is, yes. I
1: hear London, England, London, Ontario
0: are pretty yes, much the same. Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> they are basically the same, yep.
0: Oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, yeah, some electronic signatures, which we've been doing, Stephanie, for a while with clients, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, everyone just loves it. We'll talk about the benefits. Yes. You want to add there?
1: No. Oh, <laughs> there. I was going to, thought. but then you said we'd talk about it later, so I'm going to okay. save it. Okay,
0: you'll save it. And we'll talk about that. And again, coming up later on in the show, things you can do with rice aside from eating it. Aside from eating it. And yes, one of the things is saving your cell phone if you dropped it in the toilet or in the water. A lot of cell phones now are, are water resistant or waterproof up to you know a little bit, of, uh, little bit of space. We'll talk about that and lots more right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show.
3: Buying, selling, financing. Don't go it on your own. Get help from the team. The Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. This is the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM 800, Sunday mornings, seven till eight. Welcome back to the show. A reminder,
0: you can also watch us online uh, on Facebook. Go right to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team's Facebook page. Uh, and uh, you can find us on the website, Andrew. It is?
2: DanGemis.com forward slash AM800.
0: Forward slash AM800. There you go. And you can uh, watch us live and, uh, yeah, which is always uh, always fun. So um, now next week we'll not be live on Facebook. Because we will
2: not. I have a wedding the night before.
0: Andrew's got a wedding. so Yeah. Not <laughs> my no wedding. No one else can work a camera. <laughs> Very inconvenient. Nope. Yeah. None of us can work the software to make it work. So... <laughs> Uh, you'll have to listen to us live next Sunday. So, uh, electronic signatures is something we have uh, been using on the team. Uh, we're we're shocked that uh, not many realtors are using it yet, um, but you know it makes things so easy at times for buyers and sellers. That uh, you know we we think it's it's definitely a topic worth discussing. And so imagine you know back in the day. <coughs> Uh, you want to write an offer um, and say, you know, Stephanie um, writes an offer with you, and uh, you sit down, go through the offer. Stephanie goes and presents the offer, and the sellers want to do a counter. And now you're at work. You've gone to work as a buyer, and uh, you're not available for the next, you know, nine hours. But Stephanie says, oh, wait, the deadline. They only they've only given us two two hours to accept this. If you want to accept it, well, now what do you do? You're at work." you don't have access to Stephanie, you don't get breaks, you know, it's horrible. You, no work, lunch for a You're, you work for a tyrant. They must work in our office. What do you, what do, you do? Yeah. <laughs> no breaks, leave your cell phones at the front. Go, and go sell a house. <laughs> go take pictures of a house. Um, and so what do you do? Well, now we have this amazing technology. It's electronic signatures. And so uh, Stephanie has the ability as a realtor to uh, email you the paperwork and on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, You just log into your email, and you click a button. And next thing you know, you have electronically signed the paper or the online form by clicking your screen. Now, people will say, well, how do they know it was me? They know it's you because it goes to your email, and Stephanie has to provide you a password, uh, which you have to then – Or No, ours you do not. So some of them, depending on the system you're using, uh, some of them you are uh, using uh, a provided password. Others, you have to log into your email. So by logging into your email, you're, you're confirming mm-hmm. that it is, in fact, you, right? And so the system logs in your IP addressed, uh, addressed, address so that it knows where you are and what's happening, um, which is, you know, again, and it confirms where you are, uh, what time you signed, um, that kind of thing. But clients are loving it, eh, Stephanie?
1: Oh, it's, it's amazing, especially since... Houses are moving so quickly in this market. Yes. There are times when you view a house, maybe an hour before a scheduled presentation. Yep. There's no time to go print off an offer and then get it signed. No, yeah. You can do it right from your phone in the house. Yep. It's beautiful.
0: Which is which is awesome, right? And so it's a tool that uh, I think everybody should be using, um, and it's it's, it's going to come with time. You know, back in the day, <laughs> first of all, let me, let me let me just say, I'm not sure why we're still allowed to use fax machines. I don't know why the world is still using fax machines. It is the most absurd thing I have ever seen in my life. We are still, you know, lawyers to this day are still using, you know, fax machines nonstop. It is the silliest thing. But back in the day, you'd have to, you know, run, go to a, to a buyer, sorry, you're at work. I've, you got to, you got to make it out of work somehow. I have to get to you and you have to sign this paperwork, you know, but now we can do it by phone and by, you know, there's, there's different ways, which makes it much easier for our clients. And you know we've had clients, we've had sellers that are on vacation, you know.
1: Yeah, you can sell your world. house from anywhere. Yeah.
0: So you know we're dealing with with offers for our sellers, and they're on vacation somewhere in the Caribbean or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, on a cruise, you know. And uh, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty amazing that way. So it's, uh, you know, uh, it's one of those things where you you should be using it, and you will be using it but um, we do have a phone call Joe hang tight we're gonna take you after the break Okay? we're about to go to news here I'll take Joe's phone call uh, about uh, the the market uh, here in Windsor so um, but yeah electronic signatures you know is 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 really cool we're gonna start seeing it across all kinds of various platforms um, you know we're seeing it for online subscriptions uh, there's times where you know at Doobie's, uh, home these when they have clients that are booking uh, flooring jobs or renovation jobs of some sort they have people that are doing, uh, you know, online signatures, uh, e-signatures mm-hmm. to confirm um, an order of some sort. So we're going to start seeing it in in various different ways.
2: Do you ever get people that prefer not to do it, prefer not to use electronic we, signatures?
0: We haven't now. I've like, had
1: a couple people. They're yeah. typically um, a little older. Yeah. Maybe they're just uncomfortable with the technology. Sure. But yeah. realistically, once you're shown how to do it once, yeah. it's super, super simple. It's just ambiguity that makes people uncomfortable. No, oh, sure.
0: Yeah. The unknown, yeah. right? Yeah. The unknown. But, no, I've I've personally, you know, it, it'll be somebody with without an email address, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a, a couple that's writing an offer, then you have to have two email addresses so you can send it to two different uh, people, right? Because they have to log into their emails. There's different okay. ways of doing it. But, no, uh, for the most part, people are, are pretty comfortable. Yeah. You know?
1: know what I really like about electronic yeah. signing? um. I get people tell me all the time in this day and age they're so alarmed at how much paper is used yes. in real estate. Yeah. Oh. In 2017 the amount of stuff we have to print off. Yes. So electronic signatures are saving so trees. many trees.
0: Oh. You're saving the planet.
1: Yeah. We one signature every, at a time. One <laughs> signature at <laughs> a time.
0: We laugh at every time we sneeze there's a new form that's added to our our massive pile of forms in real estate and it's, you know, Stephanie's yeah. absolutely right it can it can be pretty uh every offer is crazy. 10 pages now oh, at least but that's just As one minimum. offer yeah that's that's, that's not basic the, if
1: you're not adding anything special yeah, to it it's on the privacy offers. forms
0: not the id forms it's not the yeah. you know
1: and if you have a client who ends up offering on 10 houses before they win one oh yeah you've wasted 100 pieces a of pack paper of paper for nothing oh
0: yeah oh it's not uncommon literally to you know and then you have your removals you have your it's honestly a yeah. pack of paper yeah for a client Literally. is not is not uh, <laughs> it's not not hard to do. <laughs> Our which poor is, environment. Uh, which which is pretty which is pretty crazy, you know. So, anyways, that's that's that uh, you'll still see it happening more in the industry, uh in all kinds of industries, so keep an eye out for that. When we come back, we're gonna hit break here, uh, news break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about things you can do with rice at home, aside from eating it. We all love rice. But all kinds of things you can do at home aside from meeting. Okay, that lots more right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Let's go to news. It's
3: 7.30. The answers to your real estate questions. You get their honest answers. Faster than you can even think of them.
4: Basically, it's information and it affects your life.
3: More with broker-owner Dan Jemis, host of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800.
0: Welcome back to the show in studio with me today, Stephanie Tripp, sales rep with the Dan Gemma's team, Andrew Paper, our media marketing manager, and the guy that has us live right now. Uh, If you want to watch the show, uh, you can watch us, not just listen to us live, but watch us live. uh, A couple different ways. People have been calling this morning asking how to get to us, and you can find us on Facebook uh, and watch from Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Dan Jemmas team that's basically the Dan Jemmas real estate team's Facebook page or you can go on our website Danjemis.com, forward slash AM800 and uh, the feed is there as well before we get to our topic uh, we have a phone call from Joe from Windsor good morning Joe how are you?
4: I'm doing great you guys? Very
0: good thank you what is the question you have for us this morning?
4: Well basically living on the West End for well over 15 years and doing home improvements and everything else I've noticed Sunday after Sunday that you usually do a uh, regional pricing of yeah. prices increasing and everything else, but I never hear the West End of Windsor, and I'm talking far West End, you know, Felix, Gerardo, yep. Lena, that area there, and, and like, I'm, we're putting money into it, obviously, to try to keep it up and everything else, you know, to keep it current, but the thing is is once we retire and go to sell it, are we actually going to get the money out of it?
0: That's the question, isn't it? So the reason, um, and again, you're referring to our uh, our market updates. I think eh, when we're when we're talking about uh, the recent stats, um, yeah. and so those market updates uh, and those stats are, are board wise. So that's from here to uh, up to Chatham and all the way to Leamington. And then we also mentioned the um, the busiest uh, markets, the busiest locations across Windsor Essex, and uh, typically those in Windsor the. the the highest sales and uh, amount of listings are usually in in the central and south and east areas. So that's probably why you don't hear us re- uh, referencing uh, West End uh, specifically, just because there's not as much real estate uh, stuff happening as there is in Central Windsor and and uh, in the east and south. But to go back to your question, Joe, so um, it's a very um, unique question that can be answered in a million different ways. I guess it depends on what it is you're doing, um, and it depends on your specific street, right? So Every yeah. um, location, not just you know West Windsor, but in West Windsor there's you know how many streets, and so every street will have a different value, um, and so it all depends on what what your street is holding value-wise uh, for for what's what's happening. So really it depends on what your specific house is worth, what's happening on the street around it, and then what you're doing to the house. There's you know one discussion uh, I know I was with Sean LeBlanc on our on our team at an eval um, for for a seller yesterday, and uh, they asked about you know all these improvements they've done to the house and, and how much they would get back for them and a lot of the improvements they had done they won't see return back for those improvements right and so some exa- some examples are this right first of all one example we use all the time is a pool an in ground pool oftentimes people don't want a pool so they won't you know if you're paying forty thousand dollars for an in ground pool uh, you won't necessarily get that money back when you when you sell so we always tell people if you're going to put a pool in make sure you enjoy it right. Um, for yourself Uh, an above ground pool is much more affordable and if someone doesn't want it they can they can take it out you know and and Mm -hmm. so they don't have to bury it or you know they can just fill it it out or take get the work to to you know they have it taken out but some other examples of stuff that you can do to a house that you might not necessarily see money back for so an example that we had yesterday um, updated all the fans in the house Okay. And so, you know, a fan can be expensive. You can spend a few hundred bucks on a fan. Right. And so next thing you know, you've got a couple thousand dollars in fans. You're not getting that money back. It's, it's nice. People are going to enjoy the fan, but your, the value of your property is not going to start, you know, skyrocketing because you've upgraded fans, for example. Right. Um, trying to think of some other examples, uh, Stephanie. So, um, you know, a lot of things is just as you do them, you know, you stain a deck or you paint, right. That's all going to uh, improve the sellability of your house, and at the end of the day, all those little things are going to, yes, increase the value of your property. But you're not going to increase the uh, value of your house by ten thousand dollars by giving it, you know, by giving one room a coat of paint, right? You have to be very uh, reasonable with with what you're doing. What type of work are you doing to the house that's imp- that you're improving?
4: Well, no, we've already done a lot of work already. Like we have a uh, separate garage yep. from the house, sure. so we did both the roofs. On those a uh, few years back, obviously, uh, we insulated when we were fortunate enough to do the rebate. Yep. And then we also uh, did all the windows uh, in the house. Yes. It took us a few years to do that. Now the doors were done recently. And uh, a furnace and central air as well are uh, like we have the furnaces, uh, modulating furnaces instead yep. of a two-step. Two so, like basically we did it for our comfort and to bring down our monthly uh, costs. Bills. Sure. Bills, you know. So but the so, same so, token. So, we also have to keep up the maintenance on everything else just to hold the value of the house. So when somebody comes in and say, Okay, we're interested in your house, how current is it? You know, and then we also have an underpin basement what makes it sort of obsolete because it's only uh, five foot Seven or something like that. Yeah, it's more storage. It's an underpin. Yeah, yeah. But so, you got great, yeah, great storage area in the basement as well.
0: So a good example um, of something that you you won't see your full return on is a roof, right? People yeah. are expecting your house to have a, a roof on it, and so it's funny because if your roof is in bad shape, they're going to deduct from the value of the house. But if it's in good shape, they just expect to be in good shape, right? And so same with a furnace and AC. You're, people expect the house to have a good working furnace and AC, and so typically now, not to say that you know you're spending ten thousand dollars on a brand new furnace and AC, yeah, it's worth something. You're gonna get some money back for it, but you're not gonna necessarily raise your value by ten thousand dollars by putting in a new furnace and AC. Same with a roof. You're gonna spend. It's not uncommon to spend you know four, five, six, seven thousand dollars on a new roof. You're not getting that money back. It's just people. It's it's maintenance of a property, and people just expect it to be there, right? Yeah, and so,
4: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you, you have to kind of keep so it's that.
4: this curve value that we basically have to do is to no drop doubt. People in.
0: That that's exactly it. And so what you're doing is, as a whole, you're making your house more sellable, right? Which is which is good. Which is going to help you. You just won't necessarily see every penny of that return uh, of that return to you, right? Which is which okay. is okay too. You have to you know live in a property as well, and you have to you know expect that when you own property, you're going to have to invest uh, in keeping that up, right? And and real exactly. estate values go up. Over the long term, that's you know that's just what happens, um, you know. And even when things crash, when things go down, over the longer period of, of time, you know, they say typically your house will will uh, will appreciate in value about two percent per year, you know, for, over the long term, right? And so,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, obviously, what we've experienced in the last couple of years here has been uh, extraordinary and something we haven't seen, you know, uh, throughout Windsor Essex ever in the past. But that's been the case all over the you know, all over the province. Um, and so, but now we're starting to see that cool down, right? So yeah, just, yeah. just keep, keep improving what you're, what you're doing. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it, obviously it'll, it'll be good when you, when it comes time to sell with regards to your value though, it will have to evaluate that when it's, when it's time, right? Cause the market changes week by week, you know? So but
4: you, you wouldn't go on the, uh, the authority of the, um, impact. That's your tax impact. No. Yeah. No, they're, they're a joke.
0: Nope. It means nothing to us as realtors. It means nothing. No, okay. so well, don't that use that. Here, I guess you hope that you're under assessed or you're paying less less property tax.
4: Well, we've had, <laughs> our taxes haven't gone up in like uh, seven years now, which is fine. Oh but yeah, don't complain. The token. you're worried about you no, nope. the, the value nope. of your home. No, it
0: means nothing to us as realtors. Nothing at all. Okay, we are good to me. go. All right, Joe. Thanks for
4: calling. Thanks for everything. Bye bye.
0: You're welcome, Joe. So yeah, that's it's one, one question that people ask us quite a bit, right? And it's yeah, uh, you no, know, your impact uh, assessment. It means nothing to us as
4: realtors. No, it really
0: doesn't. Um, you know, back in the day we used to we glance at it and say, Okay, you know, if we're going to do an evaluation, uh the impact value is uh two ten. Let's put some variables in that, you know, vicinity. It kinda of gives us an idea as to what we're heading into. But we've had properties that, you know, are way under assessed and others that are way over assessed and Yeah, you know. I
1: mean in in my experience the the impact value is if in a more expensive house, often a couple hundred grand under what yep. the market value is, sure. and maybe a cheaper house at least like fifty thousand oh, yeah? under. Like it's nuts. And
0: and we've I've seen the opposite, right? Where it's 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 over. But if it's over, you want to get reassessed so your your property taxes come down. Yeah. If it's under, just keep living your life. Yeah. Keep keep going, and it'll be fine, right? But so there you go. So thanks for the question, Joe. If you do have a question, you can call the show anytime five one nine. 792 2559. That's 519 792 CKLW. And uh, that's Star 800, courtesy of uh, Rogers. Uh, That's on Rogers, sorry. Rogers Wireless, Star 800, courtesy of uh, your local Rogers authorized dealer. So let's get to our next topic, which is uh, rice. Do we like eating rice? Everyone like eating rice? I'm a rice eater. Neutral? Neutral?
1: I don't hate it or love it. Okay.
0: Okay, just. It's there.
1: Yeah,
0: rice is yeah. there. So things you can do with rice aside from eating it, and number one was again uh, your guess, Andrew, which was save your phone. In recent years, most phone manufacturers have drastically improved their devices' ability to survive water exposure. Are iPhones finally able to you know survive some water? I think some of them are, are water they? resistant. let take us along with iPhone. <laughs> Come on, people. Uh, While a single splash of water or sweat might, you know, once have been enough to put your phone on the fridge, today's phones can handle a drop or two now and then. Still, heaven forbid your phone get a more substantial dousing in an unfortunate accidental involving, say, a toilet or a sink. Andrew's been there. Both times. Right? Yep. And so explain it. You just basically get a rice bowl. I just
2: stick it in a bowl of rice or a Ziploc bag. Yep. And... You, you leave it overnight. Uh, I think I left it for like two days. Two days. Yep. And
1: I heard you put it in the freezer.
2: Oh, I put it somewhere warm, like in a furnace room or something like that. That's where I put it. Your phone would freeze.
0: Though. That would not be <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> oh, yeah. The water would <laughs> freeze but like, inside you the We put it phone? in the
1: rice and then in the freezer. You're thinking
0: of the credit cards. People put credit cards <laughs> uh, in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm In a block of ice. <laughs> um, oh. I don't know. I would. I, I guess I, if the rice is I cold, it. I could be very wrong. Would you like not not the whole phone in the freezer but just the rice in the freezer?
1: No, you put the phone in the rice and you put the whole phone package with the rice in the freezer. See, so you
0: freezer phone? I can't imagine that being be good I'm for probably
2: your phone. Now that you and say the this rice, out loud, <laughs> the rice wouldn't I'm be able to wrong. absorb the water cuz it
0: would be frozen. Yeah, yeah the, way, the the whole point is right is to absorb the water from the phone in the rice. And if the fo- the water's frozen in the phone, I guess it wouldn't be able to huh. absorb. But that's, that's, you know, maybe that's another one on the list. here. We'll see, you know. But yeah, we'll see. Let me phone. Yeah, I'll be surprised but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for let me down easy. <laughs> no problem, no problem. <laughs> but it did work, Andrew?
2: It did. Both it worked. Times? Yeah, it worked both times. yep. Yeah, and I quickly sold the phone and got a new one. Now, did, <laughs>
0: did you drop the phone in the toilet or in the sink? Both. 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 Not you the both? same phone. Gross. Different times. Hopefully it was clean water. Okay. Um, unsalt uh, unstick salt. No, I've I've seen this in fact. When summer humidity is at its peak, your salt shaker can suffer. The excess moisture in the air causes salt to clump, and those clumps can clog the holes of the shaker, uh, preventing the salt from shaking out. You can keep this from happening by adding a dozen or so grains of uncooked rice. Make sure you count the the grains out to to the shaker. A dozen. dozen, No more than a dozen. I I know a lot of restaurants do this quite often. You'll have little uh, uh, beads of uh, rice in the uh, the salt shaker. Makes sense. Uh, Next, pre-bake a pie crust. It's a common practice Uh, Of bakers. Now, Andrew, you bake a lot, don't you? Uh, To blind bake their crusts, uh, which means baking or partially baking the crust without the filling. Huh. Pie uh, weights are what the pros use. Interesting. But you can get the same results with uncooked rice. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea either. It makes sense, I guess. I should forward that to my pie department at home and see if (laughs) she can... Yes. (laughs) She she can, uh, yeah. Uh, Next, we're talking about things you can do with rice besides eating it. It's a slide from eating it. Uh, make, here you go, Stephanie, this is for you. Make an ice pack or heating pad. Now leave the phone out of it though. Soothe the sore muscles with this instant ice pack. Fill a sock with uncooked rice. Now, no beating your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife with the ice, with the rice pack. I uh, wasn't going time. to
1: until you gave me the idea. Fill a sock
0: with uncooked rice, tie a knot in the end and store it in your freezer until you need it. Now make sure it's a clean sock. Uh, <laughs> And a, and a long can, sock as well. Yes, long, it should be long yeah. 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 <laughs> a long sock. A short sock would not be fun. I got socks. Is... Yeah. <laughs> you can transform the filled sock into a heating pad by placing it in the microwave for 30 seconds. I guess that makes sense, too. Yeah. Huh.
1: yeah this is really good to know.
0: ago. <laughs> it was today.
2: only last week I needed an a, a heating pad. I can't remember what it was for, but I was like, I really need a heating pad for this. Because huh. normally they have, like... Um, we had one that had... I think it had soybeans in it. Uh, and... I so know. I guess rice would work in the same way.
1: This actually article is going to get me in trouble. Side note, I frequently, um, when I have to do crafts with large socks, or like anything with large socks, I end up cutting up Connor's socks. Wait a
0: sec. Wait, wait. You do crafts?
1: <laughs> well, I mean like, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like, when you're doing sock buns, you gotta cut a sock. I'm not cutting What's my sock own bun? socks. Oh, um... <laughs> Either way, you have to cut up a sock. Okay. And I always cut up my boyfriend's socks, not mine. And I always get that's in nice trouble. Of you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the problem is, mine are little ankle socks. They're not going to work for yeah, anything. Yeah, no. Sure. And so I end up cutting up his socks. And so now I'm going to start filling his socks with rice and putting them in the freezer. Um, and I'm again going to get in trouble for using his socks for things. Other so what than socks. you're
0: saying is, anybody who has a house for sale, if Stephanie's showing your house, hide your socks. <laughs> Hide your socks, folks.
1: Or if you need spare socks for crafts, Connors are up for grabs. Yes.
0: Stephanie will bring socks to you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Next, prevent rust on your tools. We're talking about things you can do with rice aside from eating it. Prevent rust on your tools. Why do tools rust? It's quite simple. Tools rust when they're exposed to moisture, which means that in many garages, there's a near constant danger. To combat rust, place a small amount of uncooked rice in the toolbox. Like how much rice do you have to put? Probably I'm not. sure like three grains of rice is not going to cut it. No. Where it will act as a um, absorbing, uh, where it was sorry, will it was absorb moisture and preventing your tools from rusting. But how much ru- how much rice do you have to put in there? I don't know. Your, Just leave a bag of rice in there. Like I don't think the guys would like, I wouldn't like having a bunch of rice in my toolbox. I, no. Okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> but I guess that, that you know, interesting. Yeah. Put your put your knives put your knives in a, in, a, yeah. in a in a box full of rice. <laughs> And dig for your knife. Not good. So not going, good. I'm just do going to go out and buy
2: rice after this. Do not just do that. Fill up socks and toolboxes <laughs> yes. and everything.
0: Don't do that. Ripen fruit. This is, a, this is a different one. Can't wait to bite into nature's bounty. If you need fruit to ripen in a hurry, bury it in a bowl of uncooked rice. The grains will trap the uh, ethylene gas given off by the fruit, helping it to ripen faster. Interesting. That I'd never heard of. I wonder if that works. Let's give it a shot, right? Make a uh, sachet. Make a sweet-smelling sachet as a gift or for your own dresser drawer by adding a few drops of your favorite essential oil to a quarter cup of rice. Makes sense. That's a good idea. Yeah.
1: I am right on board the essential oils train.
0: So are we. Uh, well, Nick has like... The diffusers. Yeah, yeah there's has one right in your office. We have them in my office, yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. Got we're all, we're a all over the uh, essential oils. At first, I was like,
2: really... Yeah, I was but the same. If like, oh, anything, this, this smell good. Yeah. Not a so, big fan of the lemon, though. Don't like the lemon. No, I depends on the me. day. I'm more
0: of a lavender man myself. Are you? Lavender, yeah. With I'm a like, uh, thieves girl. Yeah, we, we have... Well, we do everything, yeah. right? Thieves, the RC when, when one of the kids are sick. Or, yeah. But, huh.
1: Christmas spirit.
0: Christmas spirit, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. They have one that smells like animal urine. It doesn't smell good. A what? Good. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's oh. not good. Yeah. But, anyway. Uh, next up on the things you can do with rice aside from eating it. Uh, dry flowers. <clears throat> Want to make those blooms from your garden last longer? Dry hardy blooms like roses um, and mag- magnolias or marigolds by, magnolias, marigolds by adding them to a rice-filled container. Start by putting about an inch uh, of uncooked rice in a large plastic tub. Arrange the flowers on top and cover them completely with another layer of rice. Seal the tub and let it sit for about a week. Then around the container and gently pour. Then, oh sorry. Then, then open the container and gently pour uh, off the rice to reveal the dried flowers.
2: So it's all about taking moisture out of stuff. It's really, really? Yeah.
0: It's what rice is all about, right? Yeah. Really. So you
2: got a flooded basement? Bit of rice. Rice. There we go. Really? Rice down there. Yep, that will do.
0: Lots and lots of rice. Yep. That'd be a lot of rice. Empty
2: your socks in the basement and you're all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you
1: fill up all the socks in the house with rice and just stick them along the corners of the basement.
2: Yeah, or you can. that's how you can seal
0: basement doors so the water doesn't get out. Yeah. One last one. One last one. Look at this. This one is cool too. Knife storage. Now don't put the whole... So don't have a knife block? You don't need one, really. Pour dry rice into a wide mouth jar until it's about three-fourths full. Then stick your knives uh, blade side down into the jar. Where they'll stand at uh, at the ready until you need them. That oh, makes sense. I guess that kind of makes sense, yeah. Huh. And they wouldn't rust either because, you know. Yeah. We have a knife block and the knives, like, you have to keep wiping off the, you know, it, the ones you don't use very often, you know. I'm
2: always fine with the knife block, the top of the block where you yes. put the knives in, it chips, yep. and that just stresses. Well, now you don't
0: need to no, just get uh, a bowl full of rice and stick a knife in it. There you go, folks. Okay. Lots of to come right here on the Dan Gemma's Real Estate Show.
3: If you're buying, if you're selling, if you're not quite sure what you're doing, do it with Dan Jemis and his team. Find them at danjemis.com. Back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM 800 CKLW, the information station.
0: Welcome back to the show. A couple questions came in online on Facebook for us. Go ahead, Andrew.
2: First one, very important. Ellen wants to know, Dan, are you going to be baking us a pie?
0: Oh, from our last segment. No, I'm yeah. not baking. I-, I can bake you a pie if you want. You all like to eat it. It's probably for yeah. everyone's best interest. <laughs> Don't touch it.
2: the My pie. My standards yeah. are
1: low. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, we've got another question that's just coming from Anne. Okay. Uh, she has a question. Her husband and her recently divorced and they sold their house. Uh, the closing date was delayed from the eighth of August to the fifteenth, and then again to the twenty eighth. Uh, are there any recourse and penalties? Uh, the buyer's are from Quebec, which apparently has caused some legal bureaucracy.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, if there is another delay, can they cancel the deal and resell?
0: Okay, so Anne, um, first of all, I want to know what the what the delays are caused by. I guess that's a big question. But long story short, um, talk to your your get, get legal advice. Talk to your lawyer. Uh, what in my experience is typically going to happen is the lawyer would say okay, um, give them a you know one last chance, get get, uh, get closed, uh, but if you don't close on such and such a date, then you put the house back up for sale, but the uh, issue is you can put the house up back up for sale and then you can sue them for damages, so if you sell it for less than you sold it to the, these uh, Quebec people, then you'd sue for damages. So it's not the easiest thing to do. It's a hassle. So my answer is, hang in there uh, for a bit longer and hope that uh, they do in fact close the deal. Because having to go through it all over again and sue for damages is going to be much more work than uh, than waiting an extra couple of you know days or, or a week uh, to close. We just had a case on our on our team um, where it got delayed uh, twice, just like just like you, Ann. Uh, and you know my suggestion to them was just hang tight. Uh, and you know hope that everything works out. it did. they closed. Um, and their lawyer in fact got them an extra fifteen hundred dollars um, on closing to extend that closing date the last time. And on top of that they did uh, they asked for an extra uh, deposit, a non-refundable deposit um, so that if they hadn't closed uh, that last chance time, uh, they would have kept that extra deposit um, which was about five thousand dollars extra on top of uh, the original deposit. So, Hope that helps, Anne. Uh, but uh, definitely speak with your lawyer. Uh, they should be advising you for sure. There you go, folks. Thank you for listening. Uh, and again, if you are thinking of buying or selling, the Dan Jemmes team would love to help. You can find us online, danjemmes.com. You can call us seven days a week, 519-566-5565. Stephanie, thank you for coming today.
1: You are welcome. You've got a
0: jam-packed day. Uh, you know, yeah, it's going, it going to
1: be a straight coffee day.
0: There you go. Andrew, thank you for coming. Pleasure. See you all next week.
3: You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.